0: What are you capable of? How fast could you go? How strong could you get? How much money could you make? What are you, ultimately, capable of achieving given enough time, energy and resources? Is there a way to answer that question? I don't think so, because in it, at least my brain is looking for an absolute. Yes, you can do X. No, you can't do X. Yes, you can. And it's going to take you this long to do. Yes, you can. And here are the steps one, two, three in order for you to do it. I think the brain is drawn towards those simple straightforward answers and it constantly is seeking them out. And for a lot of questions in life, there are simple straightforward answers. But for many, there aren't. And I don't think that this is one of them. What are you capable of? can't be easily, objectively, and quantifiably answered. It's just not one of those questions. But just because there is no easily quantifiable and objective answer to it, isn't a good enough excuse to rule out looking for an answer. Just because I can't find the answer to that question isn't good enough reason for me to go and find some answers. Hey guys, my name is Rory. I am a full time endurance triathlon and swimming coach uh, on a journey to figuring out how I can lead a life that is worth living. In these videos, these podcasts, and through my writing, I'm looking to explore ways that help me optimize my business, help me become a better athlete, and ultimately help me live a life that is. Like I said, worth living. This week, I am trying to answer the question that has been on my mind a little bit, which is, what am I capable of? And so, let's chat a little bit more about that. Now, I don't think there is a way to objectively and quantifiably answer the question of what we are capable of. But just because we don't have the opportunity to find the answer isn't a good enough reason for us to seek out some answers. The way that I see this problem is I can approach life and the question of what am I capable of in life in two different ways. First, I can decide right now at this point what is and isn't possible, what I can and can't do. And with my projection forward and the current state of my consciousness and my knowing and my experiences, predict where my limits and boundaries lie i can then make an absolute statement of what is and isn't possible is and isn't possible and then i can spend the rest of my life looking for evidence to prove myself correct now in that path of life there is a fairly certain outcome because what I am seeking, I probably will find. So when I decide on an absolute that is possible or that is not possible, I am more likely to prove myself right and find the answers that I'm looking for to prove myself right. The other option, which comes with a lot less certainty, but probably a lot more adventure and a lot more opportunities, is to accept that I don't know what I'm capable of and to accept that there may not be an answer to that question but I could spend the rest of my life in curious pursuit of finding something out. I'm really curious about what I might be potentially capable of and so while the certainty of deciding at this point in my life what is possible for the rest of my life is Somewhat tempting. The curiosity in me is too intrigued by the possibilities of what the next 20, 30, 40 years uh, hold for me to disregard that as an option. I think my curiosity about what I'm capable of started back in my swimming days. I remember in 2000 or 2001, it was somewhere around there, being at a training camp and working with a mindset coach who'd given us this workbook or handbook, if you like, of mental skills which was designed to help us up our swimming game a little bit. And inside that book there was a poem written by somebody called Donna Levine Levine, which went something like this. There is inside of you all of the potential to be whatever you want to be, all of the energy to do whatever you want to do. Imagine yourself as you would like to be, doing what you want to do. And each day take one step towards your dream. And though at times it may seem too difficult to continue, hold on to your dream. One morning you will wake up to find that you are the person you dreamed of doing what you wanted to do, simply because you had the courage to believe in your potential and to hold on to your dreams. I'll admit that as a 16-year-old, that had a profound impact on me. And between 2000 and 2001, when I first read it, I and 2012 Olympic trials, I had that poem in sight pretty much every single day. Whether it was stuck up next to my bed or inside my locker, it was written somewhere that I could always reference and always see it. There are plenty of other messages just like that. Quotes, slogans, poems, books, speeches. From the man in the arena to the Adidas slogan of anything is possible or impossible is nothing uh, to the if you can dream it, you can do it, quote by Walt Disney. There is an entire billion dollar industry built around ideas, phrases and motivational rah-rah for lack of a better description. Uh, around these ideas and between 2001 and 2012 I was pretty much all in on this and I think to a degree you have to be all in when you are chasing a lofty and audacious goal if you aren't entirely convinced that you can make it happen your doubt is going to trip you up at some point on the journey and maybe mine did at the very last hurdle halfway through that 200 breaststroke at Olympic trials in 2012 but maybe there are actual limits and on that night in April 2012 the mid-20 year old Rory discovered that there there are limits of course there are limits there are limits to physics there are limits to what your mind can perceive there's limits to what your genetics can adapt to there are limits to what your biology can tolerate those are the realities that we live within. In a blog post on reflection post 2012 Olympic trials, I wrote something along the lines of, my greatest fear is that as I grow older, I will allow life to get in the way of my dreams. I'll get caught up in the day-to-day struggles and forget about what I really want to achieve. I never want to stop dreaming or start thinking practically. I, want to be the, I never wanna be the guy that makes excuses for why I can't do something. As I read that now, my first reaction is to have a chuckle and go youthful ignorance. And I could make a very good argument for that idea of youthful ignorance because there are very many valid and real life experiences that I have over the last 10 years since that date to prove that it is ignorant. There was a limit to how fast I could swim, whether it was physical or mental. There is a limit to the maximum number of athletes that I can effectively coach at one time, regardless of how good my systems or my productivity is there no matter how motivated and organized I am there is a limit to the number of hours that I can train effectively in a week before I start to cause some significant hormonal and health issues there are limits to what the athletes I coach can achieve even if I am doing a spectacular job in the way that I am going about coaching them understanding the limits and where they lie is something that comes with life experience and there is an upside to gaining and life experience and finding your limits experience is probably the most effective teacher that we have much of how we see the world is formed through direct experience and the brain has evolved to learn lessons finding patterns in experiences and then using them to predict the future outcomes of a future experience I mean, in a very simple manner, I act, something happens, I draw a conclusion from whatever happens, and then that conclusion is used as the basis for me to approach the stimulus or the thing that may happen next time I go through that cycle. A very simple example of that would be as a young child, you touch a stove, it hurts, you burn your fingers you build an association that stoves are hot and aren't for touching. And the next time you see a hot stove, you don't touch it. And from an evolutionary and self-preserving perspective, you can see how that's an incredibly valuable pattern recognition that you've developed. But And that all comes from experience. But what about the downside of experience? What about the idea that I tried to make an Olympic team, I threw everything I had it, And even after 10 years of trying, I didn't succeed. And it hurt to fail. And I didn't have the emotional maturity or skills to navigate that failure. And so I develop a belief that I am not an elite performer. And so in future, I'm not going to set elite or audacious goals for myself. What about the possibilities and the opportunities that come from a system of thinking born out of an experience like I had working through the Olympic uh, journey. And I think in 2012, when I wrote that piece post-race, uh, there was some sort of insight into predicting the future. Because as I've grown older, I've had to fight the reality of thinking practically and having life get in the way of having audacious goals or pursuing audacious goals and i think in the last three years i've actually failed here more than i've won and i can see how it's been a slippery slope uh, from where i started 10 years ago to where i am now where the optimistic limitless outlook that made me an elite swimmer got ousted on the back of a sequence of failures and negative experiences that I didn't have the tools to manage or deal with and as i went through those i gained a more balanced and realistic approach which i think was helpful is helpful in many ways but then i as i began to as i began to see everything from this realistic lens because there are limits I started to focus on the limits and all I could see then were the limits and the reasons why not to and the more I focused on those limits the more I argued for my limits or human limits and the more I argued for them the more they became mine the more real they became to me and the more real they became the bigger I made them and the more they then influenced my perception of what was possible And I think the saddest part is that at times, the evidence and experience of limits stacked up so high that it spiraled me into a very cynical and pessimistic view of myself, the people around me and many of the opportunities that were coming my way. And there's a real challenge there because the evidence and the arguments for a limited existence are entirely justified. There's plenty of valid real world evidence to prove all of the ways that I or we are in some capacity limited. It's undeniable. There are limits to what can be achieved. But it's a toxic and dangerous position to hold in life when that becomes the central focus and driving force behind what you don't choose to do. And I can tell you from an outside objective viewpoint, now being in a better headspace, I can tell you with conviction that living like that, that cynical, pessimistic outlook, is absolutely no way to live a life worth living. And so, while I have no idea of what the answer to what I am capable of, or where mine or our limits lie I'd rather spend the rest of my life in curious pursuit of finding out something even if it's not the answer because even if I fail a thousand times in the pursuit of something that is audacious it beats the hell out of the mundane and spending the rest of my life justifying it and so in an attempt not to be motivational rah-rah California woo-woo on you I guess the message today is be brave, my friends, because you don't know what you could achieve. You can't have it all. And you're also capable of so much more than you think you are. Have a good week. I will see you next week. Ciao.